<clears throat> hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Gabriel. This is Jorge. We're going to continue on with uh, our journey with Daniel. We're starting with Daniel chapter 11. You want to lead us off? Yeah, let's do it. All right, chapter 11, verse 1. And as for me, in the first year of Darius the Mede, I stood up to confirm and strengthen him. And now I will show you the truth. Behold, three more kings shall arise in Persia, and a fourth shall be far richer than all of them. And when he, and when he has become strong through his riches, he shall stir up all against the kingdom of Greece. Then a mighty king shall arise, who shall rule with great dominion and do according to his will. And when he has arisen, his kingdom shall be broken and divided toward the four winds of heaven, but not to his posterity, nor according to the dominion with which he had ruled, for his kingdom shall be plucked up and go to other besides these. Hmm. Then the king of the south shall be strong, but one of his princes shall be stronger than he and his dominion shall be, shall be a great dominion. After some years, he shall make an alliance, and the daughter of the king of the south shall come to the king of the north to make peace. But she shall not retain the strength of her arm, and he and his offspring shall not endure. But she shall be, but she shall be given up, and her attendants, her child, and he who got possession of, Hmm. So I guess he's like, all right, so after you, I'm, I don't know who this Darius the Mede guy is. I guess he's like a king of Persia. And then three more kings will rise from Persia from him. I guess he's the occupying force. That's the occupying force as of right now. Wasn't Darius in chapter 10, though? Was he? I don't think he was. No, that was King uh, Cyrus. Oh, that's what it was, Cyrus. Yeah. So this King of Persia word. Okay. And then now we got this Darius the Mede. Or the Mede? The Mede. The Mede. Darius the Mede. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Uh, in those times a branch from her roots shall rise in his place. He shall come against the army and enter the fortress of the king of the north. And he shall deal with them and shall prevail. He shall also carry off to Egypt their gods with their molten images and with their precious vessels of silver and gold. And for some years he shall refrain from attacking the king of the north. Then the latter shall come into the realm, the king of the south, but shall return into his own land. So it looks like there's going to be, you know, a lot of fighting and wars and taking over lands. <clears throat> His sons shall wage war and assemble a multitude of great forces, which shall come on and overflow and pass through, and again shall carry the war as far as his fortress. Then the king of the south, moved with anger, shall come out and fight with the king of the north, and he shall raise a great multitude, but it shall be given into his hands. And when the multitude is taken, his heart shall be exalted, and he shall cast down ten of thousands, but shall not prevail." For the king of the north shall again rise a multitude, greater than the former. And after some years, he shall come on with a great army and abundant supplies. Hmm. All right, so it's just a prophecy of what the king, what 
the future of Persia is going to be, basically. Right. In those times, many shall rise against the king of the south. Well, I guess it, it looks like it's kind of like a divided place, too. Yep. I wonder if, like, in Persian history, we could actually, like, see this. Oh, that's interesting. And the yeah, men of- so, so what you're saying is uh, we look at other other Persian historical texts and to see if this lines up. Yeah, exactly. Or, well, I mean, not so much line it up with the other one, um, because if we line it up with the other one, they could be lying. <laughs> oh, that's true. But it's more like instead of reading the Persian historical text, we'll read like other people's, like, like oh, this is what we saw. Yeah. It'll be interesting to read that. <clears throat> Where was I? Verse 14. In those times. Well, in those times, many shall rise against the king of the south, and the men of violence among your own people shall lift themselves up in order to fulfill the vision. But they shall fail. Then the king of the north shall come and throw up siege works and take a well-fortified city. And the forces of the south shall not stand or even his picked troops, for these shall be no strength to stand. But he who comes against him shall do according to his own will, and none shall stand before him. And he shall stand in the glorious land, and all that is, and all of it shall be in his power. He shall set his face to come with the strength of his whole kingdom, and he shall bring terms of peace and perform them. He shall give him the daughter of woman to destroy the kingdom, but it shall not stand or be it to his advantage. Afterward, he shall turn his face to the coastlands and shall take many of them. But a commander shall put an end to his insolence indeed. He shall turn his insolence back upon him. Then he shall turn his face toward the fortress of his own land, but he shall stumble and fall and shall not be found. Hmm. What what the heck happened here? So it, look, it looks like it was a good guy, then he turned to a bad guy. That always tends to happen. He shall bring 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 terms of peace and perform them. He shall give him the daughter of woman to destroy the kingdoms, but it shall not stand or be to a disadvantage. Afterwards, he shall turn his face to the coastland, and shall take many of them. So. He brought peace, but then he's like, I'm taking a woman. I'll give you peace, but I'm taking your girls. <laughs> okay. And then it looks like he got assassinated. <laughs> he stumble and fall and shall not be found. <laughs> then shall arise in his place one who shall send an exactor of tribute. Through- that is such an awesome business title. <laughs> I want that on a business card. Hey, exactor of tribute. <laughs> what is this exactor of tribute? Okay, so send an exactor of tribute through the glory of the kingdom, but within a few days he shall be broken, neither in anger nor in battle. In his place shall arise a contemptible person to whom royal majesty has not been given. He shall come in without warning and obtain the kingdom of flatteries. <laughs> No, by Oh, sorry. The kingdom by flatteries. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my kingdom of flatteries. I am the exactor of tribute. 
Welcome, welcome. Oh, welcome. you look you look nice today. You look, you look, you look wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Army shall be utterly swept away before him and broken, and the prince of the covenant also. And from the t- and from the time that an alliance is made with him, he shall be he shall act deceitfully, and he shall become strong with a small people. Without warning, he shall come into the richest parts of the province. And he shall do what neither his fathers nor his father's fathers have done, scattering among them plunder, spoil, and goods. He shall devise plans against strongholds, but only for a time. And he shall stir up his power and his courage against the king of the south with a great army. And the king of the south shall wage war with an exceedingly great and mighty army. But he shall not stand, for plots shall be devised against him. Even those who eat his rich food shall be his undoing. His army shall be swept away, and many shall fall down slain. And as for the two kings, their minds shall be bent on mischief. They shall speak lies at the same table, but to no avail, for the end is yet to be at the time appointed. And he shall return to his land with great substance, but his heart shall be set against the holy covenant. And he shall work his will and return to his own land. Man, that got kind of intense. Yeah. This is like... This is legitimate. This is like modern modern warfare. Like, this is like what's happening today. Look at that. I mean, like, it's just like these two kings are, are it's warfare and politics. Yeah. These two kings are, 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 are politicians. That, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. Or it's, it's not so much modern warfare. It's just politics and warfare hasn't changed. Yeah. That's a good way. Yeah. You're a hundred percent. And so if it hasn't changed, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> or that's the only way we could live. <laughs> we need to create a kingdom of flatteries. <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome. Yes, oh, yes. you look pretty today. <laughs> <laughs> you look exuberant. At the time appointed, he shall return and come into the south. But it shall not be this time as it, as it was before. For ships of Kittim shall come against him. And he shall be afraid and withdraw, and shall turn back and in, be enraged and take action against the Holy Covenant. I wonder if the Holy Covenant means, like, Israel. It, yeah. He shall turn back and give heed to those who forsake the Holy Covenant. Forces from him shall appear and profane the temple and fortress, and shall take away the continual burnt offering. And they shall set up an abomination to, that makes desolate. He shall seduce the with flattery, kingdom of flatteries. Naturally, those who violate the covenant. Mm. He shall seduce the with flattery those who violate the covenant. But the people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. And those among the people who are wise shall make many understand. Though they shall fall by the sword and flame, by captivity and plunder for some days, when they fall, they shall receive a little help. And many shall join themselves to them with the flatter with to them with flattery, 
and some of those who are wise shall fall, to refine and to cleanse them, and to make them white, until the time of the end, for it is yet for the time appointed. I wonder if he's talking about the Maccabees. Or like that, the Maccabean revolt. Uh, but would that happen now? No, no, it's going to come later. That's like that's that. This is all prophecy. Oh shit! I believe that. That was that was a really that was a really shitty question. Because obviously it's a prophecy. Obviously. Okay, take a note. <laughs> I'm not going to delete that. No, no, no! Come on, take a note. That was a really embarrassing question. Like, of course we're reading a prophecy. Okay. Cool. Okay, so so talk about Maccabees. So this sounds like this is like the Maccabees. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so like, like um, I, I don't know, maybe I, I could be wrong, but like it talks about Holy Covenant, talks about people rising up, people falling, the wise people are falling. Um, it, it It's not really talking about specific people, but it, it looks like there's people that are taken up in arms, people who are faithful, and those are, and there's also people who are um, being, uh, being are taken by the, by, by the occupying force. And violating the covenants, as in you know, doing all these bad things, and they say that the, um, that the temple, where was that? Yeah, they they profane the temple and fortress, and shall they shall take away the continual burnt offering, and they shall set up up the abomination that makes desolate. I think I could be wrong, but I think there's a time during the Maccabean revolt where they actually brought. I don't. I think this was either during the. I think it's the Maccabean revolt, or maybe this was actually this happened during uh the destruction of the temple. I forgot, but I know like they um they actually burnt a pig, and mm-hmm. and they placed like a a pig head in the middle of the altar, or in the middle of one of the altars in the temple, and that's how they profaned it. So I'm like, okay, and that. Maybe I think this is talking about the Maccabean revolt. Oh wow! Is there any? I bet you there's probably probably writings. Some scholar probably wrote some type of connection between Daniel and Maccabees. Book of Maccabees. Oh yeah, I mean, like I, we could probably read Josephus and the we could probably find that out there. That'll be cool. Want to continue with thirty six? <clears throat> and the king shall do according to his will. He shall exact himself, ex- sorry, exalt himself, and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak astonishing things against the god of gods. He shall prosper till the indignation is accomplished. For what is determined shall be done. He shall give no heed to the gods of, the, of his fathers, or to the one beloved by women. He shall not give heed to any other god, for he shall magnify himself above all. He shall honor the god of fortress instead of these, the god whom his fathers did not know he shall honor with gold and silver. 
with precious stones and costly gifts. He shall deal with the strongest fortress by the help of a foreign god. Those who acknowledge him, he shall magnify with honor. He shall make them rulers over many and shall divide the land for a price. At the time of the end of the south shall attack him. Wait, hold on. At the time of the end, the king of the south shall attack him. But the king of the north shall rush upon him like a whirlwind, with chariots and horsemen, and with many ships. He shall come into countries, and shall overflow and pass through. He shall come into the glorious land, and tens of thousands shall fall. But these shall be delivered out of his hand, Edom and Moab and the main part of the Ammonites. He shall stretch out his hand against the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. He shall become ruler of the treasures of gold and of silver, and all the precious things of Egypt, and the Libyans and the the Ethiopians shall follow in his train. But tidings from the east and the north shall alarm him, and he shall go forth with great fury to exterminate and utterly destroy many. And he shall pitch his palatal tents between the sea and the glorious holy mountain. Yet he shall come to his end with none to help him. Well, that was a lot to take in. A lot of information. They're like, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> this, this guy is just going to destroy. I mean, he is. Heads will turn. It's like this guy is here. He's, he, he, sounds like, he sounds like the devil almost. Man, this guy has some presence. Yeah. I don't know if it's the, like the devil. More like he's just a badass king. And he shall go forth with great fury Hold to exterminate and utterly destroy many. You want to call him badass? I would just say he's bad. He's just bad. He's like he's like the ultimate villain. He's, right. he's just bad. He's just bad. All right, maybe in, in chapter twelve. Then we're we're done with chapter eleven. So that was just a lot of prophecy and information about people we don't know about and that might come to pass. Right. I wonder. I wonder if this king of the south. Oh wait, no, the king of the north. That's who it was. The king of the south attacked, but the king of the rush upon him like a whirlwind. So the king of the north is like the badass or the bad, the bad guy. <laughs> Interesting. All right, chapter twelve. At that time shall arise Michael. The great prince who has charge of your people. Interesting. Wait, who is this Michael? Michael, dude. Archangel? Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yes. The great prince. And there shall be a time of trouble, such such as never has been seen there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered. Everyone who shall name whose name shall be found written in the book. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we go from our thoughts of like of, of something that's coming to pass 
within their their historical time but maybe it's just another maybe this is kind of like or it did happen but it's like this idea of um it was fulfilled but also not yet yeah so there's there's going to be two kings or two two great forces they're going to do battle and one's just going to come on on top and it's going to leave everything desolate just like it's saying here because we come here it says at the time arise shall arise michael the great prince who has charge of your people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never been seen there was a nation till that time but at that time your people shall be delivered everyone whose name shall be found written in the book and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt dude this is resurrection yeah this is hardcore or this is end times wow so there's going to be people so this is michael yeah like the archangel this is this is last judgment And it's like, and there shall be come. Oh, so, so this confirms in chapter twelve that there's going to be time of great tribulation. First, there shall be a time of trouble, so it has never been seen. There was a nation till that time, but at that time your people shall be delivered. So there's, so Michael will arise. He'll be in charge of the people. I'm guessing this is the people of God. Right. There's going to be a time of suck. Like for the whole world, and the time of deliverance, and then people who were asleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to the shame of everlasting contempt, heaven or hell. Damn. And those who arise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Oh, dang. So that's like um, creation imagery. Mm-hmm. And those who turn aw- turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and that knowledge shall increase. Hmm. And... What does that mean? And knowledge shall increase. Is that uh, is that knowledge without wisdom? Is that is that vice? Is that sin? No, I think I I um. Let's see here. Let's go back. End of the life. But you, Daniel, shut up the words, seal the book until the many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Every time I I read knowledge, knowledge shall increase. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is, but. To me, like knowledge, like when when someone says you'll increase in knowledge, is more like it's not more like, but you're, then when you receive knowledge of God, is actually being more intimate with God. The no more the more you know about God, the more you more close you are with Him. Yeah, but then why does He shut up the book then? Well, shut up the words and seal the book. I I think that's my, I think he that's his charges at. At that time, at the end, those who are, you know, put to everlasting contempt and everlasting life, that's the end. No more. But then many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Run to and fro. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's I think that's knowledge as in the same desire 
that even Adam had eat the fruit. That knowledge. But we're many shall run to and fro. What does that mean? Is does that mean chaos on earth? No, because it's already at the end. And many shall run to but, and fro. And but knowledge you, Daniel, shall increase. Maybe maybe it's not the end. Until the time of the end. No, it is, because until the time of the end. Oh. Or maybe maybe it's like at that time during that time of trouble, people are gonna run to God and people are gonna run away from God. Right, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking, what does knowledge shall increase mean? Oh, it it could be a lot of things. Knowledge it, it could shall be increase. it could be a knowledge of yourself. It could be knowledge of God. But every time, every time I read knowledge in scripture, it's always referenced to knowledge with God, an intimacy with God. So people who run to God will grow in knowledge in Him, will grow intimate with Him. That's not what the Book of Genesis says. When 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 Satan's in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, the the fruit of, uh, good and no. Um, Fruit of knowledge of well, that's different because there's there's like when it's it says it's not of knowing of good and evil. It's knowledge of good and there. It's 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 uh the fruit is predicated on what's good and what's evil, but when it comes to knowledge in and of itself, it's always reference to uh something of growing, growing intimacy with. Got it. So it, so you're saying in the book of Genesis it was knowledge of something specific. Yeah. Where this is just, just knowledge, ge- general, yeah. Okay, well, that makes more sense. Like, because okay. like, if you if you want to go uh, in Genesis when it says Adam knew Eve, yeah, like it's like how, like dude, how do you know her? It's 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 intimacy. It's always about intimacy when it comes to knowing. Yeah, and if you go and grow and knowledge shall increase, that means intimacy with God will increase. That's how I always read it. Okay, that- but I could be wrong. But that actually makes more sense to me. So thank you yeah. for clarifying. So many shall run to and fro. So many people run to God and people run away from God. Yeah. And knowledge shall increase. I think that's more predicate more to the people who are running to him. And maybe maybe also people running away from him. Maybe, maybe knowledge shall increase because of what has happened. People just naturally know more because of what they, because of, because of the, the end times. Yeah, and there. Um, this is, I maybe I could include this, but this is like a prophecy outside of scripture, or maybe it's inside. I don't know. Um, I guess I haven't found it. Maybe this is where it comes from. But at the, they said at the last time, at the end time, there's going to be a time of of awakening of the consciousness. Yeah. What does that mean? It means that you under like you're you understand how evil sin is. Oh man, that's gonna be scary. So that's gonna be horrifically scary. So, um, so that's like, according to the prophecy, people say there's gonna be mass suicide. Yeah, because people are gonna realize how evil they are, and they can't, and their conscience can't stand that because of the the actions that they've done. That they're gonna, they're just, they they rather just die, and only the people that you know, work with the grace of God would 
instead of killing themselves, they'll turn to God and ask for mercy. So that makes me think. So the end times is going to be a very spiritual movement, a very spiritual event. That what do you mean spiritual? Spiritual, because like, oh, an awakening of your conscience. That's not. Uh, that that doesn't just. Oh yeah, that sounds real good. It's. I mean. It, I mean. It's given to you. I mean, that awakening is given to you by God. Mm-hmm. Do are, are people? And I, I'm asking because I don't know. Yeah. But the people who experience that during the end times are they going to be? Are they going to believe in God? Will they say, "Oh my"? Like, will they say, "Lord, you are there, and I have sinned, and I am despairing, mm-hmm. and I have sinned so much, I am going to kill myself," or? Is this awakening of conscience this thing where it's like, um, I've done bad things, but there is no, but there is no uh, presence of God in my life. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my well, mind around this. The thing is, I think it's more on the lines of when uh, it's it's the state that you are in, right? It's it's the state like if. Yeah, but that if you never believed, and now you believe, you're gonna just turn away because your heart has always been to uh, to deny him. So that awakening is only gonna make things worse. So people know that that God does exist. Yeah, they're gonna know God exists, and they're still going to despair and commit people, suicide. Anybody who is dead knows that God exists. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're not talking about the dead people. We're talking about the people alive. Yeah. So in that great awakening moment, you would say that it's it, the end times is going to be a very a spiritual event. Well, it's going to be spiritual, physical. It's going to be a lot of things. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around things because during the end times, will people still have the ability to <laughs> repent? No. So Once you're judged, you're judged. Well, remember okay, the, okay, hold on. Okay, no, that's, that's, yeah, very, that's, very, that's, that's very good. So my question specific. is, yeah. my, my question is, is when is the judgment? Oh, when you follow up and God is like, no, yes, no, yes. And that's the and that's during the judgment. Yeah. And so when God says no, yes, no, yes, is that the person committing suicide? No, I think the consciousness happens before you get to judge to be judged. The consciousness happens before you get to be judged. Okay. But that's that's still speculative. We don't know that's going to happen or not. Go to confession. Yeah, that's why God. That's why Jesus gave us the sacraments. This is a really really good chapter. Then I, Daniel, looked and behold, two others stood. One on this bank of the stream, and one on that bank of the stream. And I said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the stream, How long? Shall it be to the end of these wonders? The man clothed in linen. Who, by the way, this this clothed in linen guy, you think he's Michael? I don't know. Keep reading. Who was, <laughs> who was above the waters of the stream, raised his right hand and his left hand toward heaven. And I heard him swear by him who lives forever that it would be for a time, two times, and half a time. And that when the shattering of the power of the holy people comes to an end, all these things would be accomplished. 
I heard, but I did not understand. Then I said, O my Lord, what shall be the issue of these things? He said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. And from the time that the continual burnt offering is taken away, and the abomination that makes desolate is set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he who awaits, who waits and comes to the thousand three hundred and thirty-five days. But go your way to the end, and you shall rest, and shall stand in your allotted place at the end of the days. Allotted place. So you shall stand in your reserved spot? Sure. At the end of the days. 1,290 days, 1,335 days. I wonder what those numbers mean and why, why that's so specific. But go your way to the end, and you shall rest. So what happens after the 1,290 days? Because it says here, blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. So if you endure longer than those than those 1200 days is there is there a limit like what's going on here what what are these numbers coming from i don't know i think if we read this with revelation maybe things would uh, be more clear by the way where where, where is daniel at this point i think he's still in uh i think he's still i don't uh i think he's still in uh babylon because I just realized the book of Daniel just got super abstract. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was a really cool story, and then out of nowhere, it's like prophecy. Yeah. Like, just constant prophecy. Yeah. Well, that ends it. Yeah, that ends it right there. Cool. So we have one more episode of the book of Daniel, and uh, season one is, has, has been fulfilled. Or book one. Or book one. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and we will uh, see you in the next one.